feels weird to even talk about basketball almost. It really know? does. Like, yeah. There's like, with uh just like, you know, protesting against police brutality and yes. just cops killing black people. Uh and then the fucking global pandemic yeah. shit. <laughs> and then it's like the yeah. I feel like the NBA didn't really intentionally like let people know they were coming back. Cause like I remember the day that it was it kind of came out that it was happening, it was like the worst fucking day. It was, it was like, low key. Yeah, it, it was, was very like low the, key. It was like a day or two after George Floyd was killed. Yep. And uh <laughs> And I think it's because Woj tweeted it out. So then at that point, the NBA had to acknowledge it. Um, but then then, and then all the way to now, you know, it just uh, it's kind of a weird fucking thing in the, in the mix. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, technically, they, they're the first sports league to, like, announce that they are going to, you know, continue stuff right like baseball is still canceled and it's going to stay canceled and that's fine i'm i'm kind of not missing it to be honest um the nfl i think still doesn't know what they're going to do but the nba is like we're going to give this a shot and they're we're going to do it all in one city and everybody's going to be in a bubble and uh that's that yeah and then they're going to be all hanging in orlando uh where yeah. it's like r- cases are rising yeah i i just saw that uh, that west orange county which is where they're going to be uh, 5% is the rate of, uh, of coronavirus there now, basically that's 5% of the population has coronavirus. Um, it was at like 17, which is a lot more people than you would think, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like 5% now people have the virus there. So yeah. And it's weird. This like makeshift league they're doing here. Like certain teams are, can be there. Certain teams can't. So like, if you are, I guess if you are, if you were already eliminated from the playoffs, basically they're not going to have you there, which makes sense. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah. yeah we don't need to see, uh, the Kings and shit. We're, no. I, don't know. Wait, I think we are singing the Kings. Actually, the Kings had a chance. I'm ready to kick them out all fast as shit. Um, in your, I mean, in your defense, they, they've had like years of mediocrity, so whatever. But um, like, we don't need the Knicks there. You know what I mean? We don't need yeah. the Warriors there, you know? So yeah, we don't need the Cavs. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Yeah, just get the teams that have a chance of making the playoffs and uh, put them there. And that's what they're doing. So, I mean... I guess uh, we definitely got to talk about this whole Kyrie Irving thing. Um, yeah. A lot of hot takes on this one. I, I still don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying to be unbiased about it because I'm not, you know, obviously I'm a little jaded about Kyrie in general, but I mean, let the man have his points is, is my opinion. Like if he wants to speak out about it and say he's unsure of whether or not we should continue, I'm fine with that. I mean, you know, he is technically, I think the vice president of the uh players association okay if I remember if I remember correctly okay yeah, yeah somebody I mean, somebody tweeted that like like we all like jumped on his case pretty quickly um but he he is he does have a title like you know he is a, like his opinion matters amongst all the players in the NBA so they they will consider what he has to say he has that sort of leverage and power so um yeah um, I mean, I'm a little selfish. I want to see that. I want to see the NBA come back obviously, because it's just, I just miss it. And, um, I think it would be a good, I don't know if I want the. well, I don't know. A, a part of me is like, do we want the distraction? But I, I kind of want a little bit of distraction would be nice right now. Cause you know, 
the virus, yeah. you know, but just the and, overall just shittiness of everything. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like during the pro the riots and stuff, I feel like this would be a good, a good way to, Oh man, how do I, how do I say it? Like, it's just a good way to get out messages uh, in a good way. Like with the, with the NBA being back and just, um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think like, um, like, the whole well, first of all the the Kyrie shit to me is like not even I don't even see that as controversial like I don't know either yeah in the way in the way that uh, I thought it was funny that it was him and like not Le- and LeBron was like it with the other group that's like kind of funny but it, but in this situation like that's not even relevant and uh, at first that's how I felt but then like the whole Kendrick Perkins thing like Kendrick Perkins is like. Uh, it's just weird. Like Kendrick Perkins now works for ESPN, which is a Disney <laughs> company. Yes. And now he's mad at Kyrie Irving for like wanting the, for suggesting like maybe they shouldn't play. Yeah. Uh, that's all just weird. And uh, I feel like, um, like KD calling Kendrick Perkins a sellout and shit is like yes. justifiable. Yes. Cause it's like, yeah. bro, uh, that's just like they should it's good that Kyrie is bringing that up and they should have the time to all like talk and come to a decision and shit like amongst themselves and uh you know it should be up to them and they should be able to do it like how they want to and like you're saying yeah they might be coming back and playing could give them an opportunity like if the if the NBA will allow for which they should to like they will they will use the nba as a vehicle for the message oh yeah yeah they will they, they, they've done it before they've uh, you remember the shirts that they would come on the court they would you know the shirts they would they would warm up in and they would say stuff like i can't breathe on them type of a thing yeah. so i mean they, they've done it in the past which unfortunately that it's unfortunate that, that that shit keeps happening and they have to keep wearing shirts like that on, on the court when they warm up but you know what i mean um yeah but overall with Kyrie, i, I think it's positive because um i don't even think i think it's crazy that it is even in debate but like um i remember when the donald sterling tapes came out and um the clippers had uh, it might have even been a fucking playoff game and there was strong anticipation like before the game like that these guys weren't gonna play like uh or should they even play you know um yeah and they because ended if they up play they're they're making him money essentially exactly and yeah. uh they ended up playing but i i've heard dudes like um like on the matt barnes podcast and stuff talk about how they some dudes still feel strongly about like they they wish that they didn't play you know really so, yeah so i think it's good that they would take this time to let everyone discuss how they want to approach this and uh so that way you know there's not they're not afterwards regretting what happens that's an interesting um point that you made about um i i didn't even think about that the fact that because i when katie called um uh, perkins a a sellout i just thought i thought it was for some other reason but then i realized yeah he works for espn they're owned by disney the nba will be playing uh, at Walt Disney and also uh, will have games on ESPN. So technically he sort of is a company man and does kind of speak and does have to toe the company line a little bit. 
Yeah, like regardless yeah. of if that's actually what he's doing or not, it still doesn't it doesn't look good. You know, like it doesn't No, you're right. Yeah. It's a little fishy. It's a little it is. yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, no, but Kyrie Irving, I mean, he's allowed to have it have a have a say in this. I mean, he is like like I said, even if he wasn't vice president of the um the players association, which just happened uh like back in February, I believe. Um so like just before the virus and everything. Well, I shouldn't say that, technically during the virus, but um yeah, even if he wasn't vice president, even if he wasn't one of the better players in the NBA, I mean, he does he plays in the NBA and uh, he he's allowed to have an opinion about this. If he doesn't if he doesn't feel we should be coming back right now, if he feels like not playing is a better way to get out a good message regarding the riots, then you know, let him have a say. It's fine. Like, you know, he's he's an opinionated guy, so he's going to say whatever he wants to say anyways. Um, but at the at the same time, he he makes a good point, you know. Yeah, and um, you know, they when they announced that they were coming back, they talked about this huge contingent of players that all were on like this epic Zoom call and it's like LeBron and KD and Carmelo and like Giannis and you know just everyone, you know. By the way, how uh, how, how bad would you want to be like a secret like person listening in on that Zoom call? Oh like, yeah. Just, like without them knowing? Yeah, that would be fire. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, but in as far as Kyrie and what he said and stuff and what and what he wants, it's like there's like four hundred and something players. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not just like all these famous dudes. Um so I think that they all have they should all be heard, you know, like uh Absolutely. So I'm sure when the thing came out and it was like, Oh, the NBA is coming back. And it's like LeBron and all these players got together and, and was like, yeah, there was probably a bunch of players who were like, wait a minute. What? You know, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. At the same time, there's also a good point to be made about these guys who are in sort of a transition stage. Like they're trying to do G league and also uh, make it into the NBA or they're just not paid as well as some of the other better players. And they're like, uh, bring it back now. Like I need a check. Like, Please bring it yeah, back. Like their yeah. livelihood is on the yeah. line. Like, yeah. like they need, they, they need to play. So get your ass in the court. And I'm kind of, I, I see where they're coming from. Like these guys for a living, these are some of the luckiest people in the world. Like they get to play a game for a living for 10 to top, maybe tops 15 years of their life. Yeah. Which um, is, which is hard to do. Most dudes, super dude, they, don't, hard. they don't last like but a year or two. Exactly. So this, this is like, uh, you know, I say when you come at it from that point of view, get your ass on the court. You know what I mean? I I hate to be like selfish like that, but like you, I mean, it's super lucky. Like this is a a rare opportunity, like take advantage and just go out there and enjoy yourself. And, you know, life is short YOLO bounce. I mean, I hate to say that whole shut up and dribble line, but I mean, it'd be nice to see some dudes dribbling. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're trying to find a. <laughs> I, I'm trying to find a nice way to say it that doesn't sound like L- Laura Ingram on fucking uh, Fox News or whatever. Like, shut up and dribble. Without you the know. shut up part. Without yeah, exactly. No, yeah. Please have an opinion. You know what? Speak, speak, say what you got to say, but also dribble. You know what I mean? Because enjoy yourself and it's fun. But I, obviously, that's a selfish take. But whatever. Yeah, it's it's just so complicated because like. Uh... I bet there's other players as well who might not want to play for reasons that have nothing to do with um, like social justice and things like mm-hmm. um, like the players who are just upset 
with the fucking or who are concerned with the virus. Yes, of course. You know? Yeah, like yeah. the fucking virus. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, like, I never, uh, I never yeah. actually watched this movie, but in like Escape from L.A. with Kurt Russell, there's, oh. like, there's a basketball scene where like, uh, I yeah, I don't know why or whatever, but Kurt Russell as Stank in Escape from L.A. is on the fucking <laughs> basketball court, and he makes the dude makes like two or three like damn near full court shots wait what's his name uh snake snake pliskin or whatever <laughs> uh, go uh, on um, i'm listening <laughs> yeah dude kurt russell but anyways and it's all like apocalyptic and shit like uh dystopian future like that's kind of like this nba bubble dude like they're gonna be <laughs> there's a fucking global pandemic and like civil unrest and like mm-hmm. uh and these dudes are going to just be playing basketball. Like everything is just like fine, you know? Yeah. That that's a, that's a good, yeah. That's a good, like, uh, you know, if you step back from the whole thing and you're like, uh, yeah, there's riots going on in every goddamn city, every major city, at least, uh, there's a global pandemic w- with still no vaccine and, and has, that has like, apparently for some reason, people need to put political implications on it and just say that it's a democratic hoax or, and the Republicans don't even want to acknowledge it. Um, and yeah, so these guys are like, uh, well, we got to get out and play basketball because you know, it's uh, it's what we do. And it's like, damn. No, you're right. I, I, I don't. Yeah, it, it's it's not that important. It, it's not, yeah, that, it's not important. that important, but it's also trippy as fuck. Like it is uh, like, what are the NBA finals going to be like in this? You know, like uh, Celtics Lakers. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course, it'll be Heat Lakers. Don't be. Um, <laughs> but um, just think of, you know, like this time last year we're we're talking about uh Kawhi Leonard and shit you know yeah with his crazy um, laugh and winning the finals yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah now we don't even know like if it's gonna if they'll make it to that point yeah you know? because it's weird the whole, the whole thing is shaky too like what's gonna happen if uh like the virus just spreads a lot <laughs> like oh, yeah. what if shut it does? down shut that shit down like immediately yeah yeah Yeah, exactly and and then i've heard like indications that they would use substitute players like so if um if someone just doesn't want to play that a team could use substitute players if if they don't want to play because either that's an act of protest you know or something or they just don't want to play and they'd rather use their platform to address like fucking Mm -hmm. abolishing the police or like if um they don't want to play because of the fucking virus that they would use substitute players. So then, but then what if it's, what if there's a lot of fucking players that can't play though? <laughs> like, what if the Celtics make it to the finals, but it's like literally Brian Scalabrini out there. <laughs> oh, well f- fuck the Lakers chances then. That's all there is to it, man. Uh, but it's wait, so, wait yeah, I know they're fucking run away with that shit. Um, but wait a minute. So, they're talking about, I, I didn't hear this. So they're talking about possibly having scabs come in. If the NBA players like don't want to play or, or are protesting or something like that. Not necessarily scabs. like, but I guess you could put it as scabs, but I, I don't know if it was in the context of, um, of like not playing in protests or if it was in the context of like, um, if they don't want to play in the bubble because of the virus, you know? Okay. Uh, 
Well, who are these players that they would be that they would be using? Like, are they like G League players, obviously, or something? Or I don't know. That's what I would assume. We just you just pull up somebody from the G League. That's what it's there so, for. So I saw a tweet, a Woj tweet, where he was saying that 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 this is a thing that's being considered. And then the only reason I saw it though um, was because Mario Chalmers retweeted it and he was like is this is that so like because he's like interested <laughs> oh for and, real uh, yeah and i was like oh shit. No, shit if they pull some players from the big three or from like the g oh man that would be interesting as hell i mean i kind of want to see like the pros that we have now play obviously but like if if, if i mean <sighs> Man, if, if if like Mario Chalmers wants to play and they're like, well, whatever, dudes play yeah. before, put them on the court. <laughs> it's like the Eastern Conference Finals, and it's like Mario Chalmers and like Jawan Howard against <laughs> like Brian Scalabrini and Tommy Heinz. Oh my god, please. Tommy Heinz. How <laughs> dare you? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Pierce up, he'll do that shit. He'll do that yeah. shit in a heartbeat. Yeah. Pee pee poopy pants. basketball You know, you know somebody's already said that. Come on now. Pee-pee man, oh man. Pee pee poopy pants. <laughs> he was born for that. Like it was fucking destiny. God, he should have ne- he should have never said anything. I don't know why he confirmed that rumor. He should have just never said anything. It's true. I just you just keep that to yourself for the rest of your goddamn life. Sure. For listeners who aren't aware, Paul Pierce admitted pretty much to shooting yeah. his pants in the NBA finals and being pulled out in a wheelchair and then coming back with fresh fresh shorts. Fresh shorts and fresh legs. Let me add to Alex's point though that he also he did this in game one of the NBA finals that the Celtics won and they won that first game. So I'm just saying. So I feel yeah. like there lies your answer like uh, as to like why would he confirm that rumor? They fucking because won. They won. Yeah, no, yeah, but still uh, people so will still make fun of him. You know what I mean? It's a weird flex. It's almost yeah. a weird flex like he's like no. <laughs> I won the championship. I won game one in the finals. I was a hero in this game and I shit myself on national <laughs> television. Like, and no one knew. And I managed, to, you know what I mean? It was kind of a weird flex. It's like, it's like, listen, I shit my pants and still won game one. Man, I don't even care what happened. <laughs> oh, man. That's, uh, yeah, I still, I wish he just never admitted it because. I, uh, I mean, I still respect the man for all the, if, I mean, his, his, some of his records are ridiculous. Uh, and he's a, he's like a first ballot hall of famer and everything, but, uh, why do you got to make you shit your pants, man? They're, they're going to roast him. They're going to roast him at his hall of fame thing. They're just going to roast him. I like it. Cause, uh, you know, like Paul Pierce was never, uh, on a team that I was a fan of, but like he was a bad motherfucker when he played yeah. and, I like players having um, little little silly things like folklore, like lore, period, you know, like there's dudes just as good as him that we don't have a funny poopy pants story about. And like, we probably don't talk about him, you know, like, like, okay, 
two things that I'll say with regards to that. Okay. First of all, how many, how many grown ass adults in the world right now have, do you think shit their pants as adults and have not admitted it? What's the percentage? <laughs> like, uh, definitely more than have admitted it. If we're comparing it okay. to the group that admitted it. Give me, give, give me a solid number as a guess. Man, I don't know. That's tough, dude. Like, it is we tough, right? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent of yeah. people like have shit their pants and not admitted it. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me pull back. Fifteen percent of grown ass adults in this world, and I'm saying people, let's say twenty five and over, right? Okay. Have okay. have shit their pants before as adults. Okay. Period. Let's say that. Oh. Oh. Okay. That percentage is yeah. gonna be a lot higher than that. Is it really? Is it really? <laughs> I feel like it would be. I feel like it would be because you never know, man. There's just there's just a lot of people too, and a lot of things that make you shit your pants. I yeah, I mean, I mean, what do you think? Okay, okay. So, so, so I have more to say. I, I still have another thing I have to say about like LeBron James for some reason. But okay, um, what do you think caused? Okay, this. By the way, I, I'd like to point this out, and I'm not defending him. Okay, I, I, I love Paul Pierce, of course, but what do you think made him shit his pants? Question is not done yet. What do you think made Paul Pierce shit his pants in his first ever NBA Finals game? Oh man, that we could do a whole documentary about that. We need to like start researching that shit, dude. <laughs> you, was it like a was it a number six Chalupa? We, we like, could call uh, we could call a documentary "The Last Pants." <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh damn! Copyright free ballers. <laughs> The, the last, last the, the last underpants. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> um, That's Paul Pierce's documentary. <laughs> and you know, it, it makes it doubly bad the fact that he's like known as being a player who he doesn't look particularly built or in shape, but he's still you know a six foot eight athlete that did well in the NBA. Right? He has no muscular tone. You know, his yeah, arms just like mellow. Yeah, exactly. There's no, there's no tone there, no definition. He just, he's not particularly in shape, but he, he still did what he did. Um, so you know his diet wasn't too good, right? Ooh, I mean, okay. you know what I'm saying? Some like forensic files type shit. I, it is a little bit, yeah. I mean, we might be going a little too deep here, but um, uh, yeah, we're probably off in the weeds. But, but still, I'm just oh, curious. This is, this is 100. percent uh, This is what we do, actually. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah man. <laughs> Um, so I'm proud of this. So <laughs> you have to be, we're talking about shit at this point. That's what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I mean, I just, I don't know the reason for my question, the way I worded it is maybe he was, this is, he spent his entire career with one team. So he'd been in the league, I think 11 years. He had drafted 97, if I remember correctly. Um, He'd been in the league 11 years, stayed loyal to the Celtics throughout some of their worst years in, in the team history, right? Um, stayed loyal. Antoine Walker left. He's gone. Now Danny Ainge is like, listen, for your loyalty, we're going to reward you with Ray Allen, Rajon Rondo. I'll just say that's, that's, a, that's a gift, right? <laughs> um, and Kevin Garnett. Like, here's, we gave you two basically Hall of Famers and a guy who's a really solid point guard. Now, for your loyalty let's go out and get this get this chip right please like and subscribe (laughs) (laughs) like and subscribe so he like smash that like button paul (laughs) so after one of the worst seasons record wise in 
Celtics history, they they get what I think sixty eight or sixty nine wins. They make it straight to the finals, right in the first season with that big three. And uh, this is his first NBA Finals game. Do you think he was just nervous? Ooh, wow! It's true. That, he could have had. He could. That was my him. point. Yeah. yeah, he could have had a, a wise meal, you know, like something solid. It doesn't necessarily have to be a chalupa or something. Yeah. He could have just been, uh, yeah, like that hype and nervous. Uh, wow. Yeah. Shit his pants. I mean. Wow, it's true. People shit their pants in moments yes. of terror and stuff. It's literally why they say, yeah, this dude just shit his pants. Like, he was so scared. You know what I mean? It's it's a thing. Like, it's people true. shit their pants. Yeah. That's why? Probably why we talk about pants shitting as much as we do <laughs> as society. Yeah. And I think there's a lot more people out there that don't admit that they've shit their pants before as adults. However, when it happens on a stage like that, you want to both forgive him, but also make fun of him. So it is what it is. It's crazy because it's like he's he's proven that he'll come through in the clutch, but like he also is probably going to shit his pants, you know. So if you're in like a <laughs> gnarly like fight or flight moment, like in like in apocalyptic times, yeah. where you have like a survival crew, and he <laughs> was in your crew, he's going to probably do something to save everyone's life, but also shit his pants. Yeah, but also shit his <laughs> pants. So you're just going to have to live with it. Pee pee poo poo pants. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. So, uh, so 98 88, they won the game. Celtics in six. Uh, fuck everybody. That's their, yeah, that's, their, right. that's their only chip in the last 30 years. I'll take it. Whatever. <laughs> um, he's like, yeah. Um, he's like, you think I give a fuck how many rings you have? I shit on that finals court. <laughs> Can you, my God, that's so, I mean, Imagine like what's going through your head. I know it's going through his head. Like he's like, Oh, oh, like he felt like the little squirt or whatever or something. You know what I mean? Like he probably just farted or something. A little bit, a little bit of shit came out, but too much shit came out. Right. And then he's like, well, I got to fake an injury. Cause if like something leaks out onto the court, it's going to be, it's going to be hella more embarrassing than if I just go out with an injury. I so mean, he was immobilized immediately. Like he couldn't move. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I needed a wheelchair, man. I think the wheelchair was so he could sit and cover up the possible stain that was on his shorts. Right. <laughs> that we've all seen dude. That, I mean, look, I mean, I, I'm, I'm willing to, and I know it's, I know it's my team and Paul Pierce is my guy, but fucking hell. Uh, that's a, uh, that's that's it is what it is it happened you gotta just you gotta lean into it that is the reason why i could see like as for the fans it's like why did you have to admit this just leave it just leave it it was a heroic moment before we knew it was you pooping yourself (laughs) let let the the rumor just just sit and i mean that is listen just just don't just don't even just ignore it or deny it don't don't say don't admit that you shit your pants never admit it just never admit it till the day you die it's super easy never say the words i shit my pants man (laughs) but that thing of the confidence that takes though no i well okay that's fair yeah okay i'm I'm just pointing i'm just pointing out like uh, what a brave man he said it (laughs) (laughs) it does take bravery to admit that you shit your pants as an adult yeah on national television like to the world 
When did he admit it to you? He said it like, um, like during, uh, like one of the, those pregame or postgame or like, uh, halftime, like, uh, things or something like that. Or was it like, uh, was it, was it on one of like the ESPN shows with like yeah. uh, Ra- Rachel, um, Rachel Nichols. I think you're right. It might Man. have been on the jump, like during the finals last year. I'll tell you what, if I'm sitting with Rachel Nichols, I am not admitting that I shit my pants. It's true. It's true. Yeah. No. Or if I'm sitting with Rachel Nichols, (laughs) I am shitting my pants. (laughs) (laughs) One of the one of the two. No, she she she's she's Bay, and I will not admit that in front of her. That's 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 I will not. No, I never shit my pants. I mean, I'm just hoping that I, I'm hoping that the NBA, when it goes to Orlando, um, that that it succeeds. Right. I, I just hope that this that this works. But I think no matter what happens, like whatever team wins the championship this year, like there's going to be that big fucking asterisk. You know what I mean? And it'll take years before the stigma of that asterisk like weighs off. You know what I mean? And, you know, you know, what could be good about this? I just I had this thought they can set an example for other companies to reopen like you know the nba is a is a, a huge product that makes a shitload of money um so you know handle this with with um professionalism and and class and and, and just do it up right and like test everybody before they even play any game and just make sure you know and they're they got the bubble thing going on like make sure that nobody that is on the court at any given point in time has any chance of having the virus and that's that you know what i mean there's also the it'll be interesting for me to see how they deal with like the optic scenario situation of like um all the testing and and medicine medicine like medical resources that they're going to be using uh when there's like people in experiencing oh, the pandemic who don't have access it's a good you know? take so like uh, well, that's pro- that has to be like addressed that's a good point. I didn't think about that because there's a ton of people who need to get tested and haven't because of the administration. And yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Like they would be, uh, they would be dumb as hell to not have that in their minds to like, uh, that's going to be like a PR situation that they're going to have to manage and have been managing whether they realize it or not, like this whole time. Um, if I'm the NBA, if I'm the president of the NBA PR, I am giving out, let me think, this might be going too far, giving out free tests to people. How do you do it though? I was going to say like, if all the games are being played in Orlando, you're, you're just having, you're just testing the people in Orlando, but there's, so there's not going to be any crowds at these games, right? There's no, there's no stands. There's no crowds watching, right? It's just, it's just the guys on the court playing games that count, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's not going to be anyone. I think uh, that's going to be so weird. I think the other players are allowed to go to games if they want to. Mm. So I guess what I'm oh yeah, that makes sense. Cause they're testing everybody. So I guess what makes sense is like, if they're doing some sort of charitable work on the side where they basically are testing, giving tests to people who want to do it. Like if, I don't know, like if you live 
somewhere near a city that has an NBA team or something, you can drive there and get tested for free if you're just a citizen. I don't know. Like I think they yeah, gotta or- do they got to do something. Yeah. They could like contribute to something, you know, yeah. to, to try to make it be a net positive, you know, like, uh, it's just like to like coronavirus testing or something. Yeah. It's just like yeah. not a good look, uh, because they could try to like strong arm it and like, just do it anyways. And then just don't talk about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which, but which like, not, which would not surprise me to be honest, but yeah, yeah. But then there's, then that will always be a thing like yeah. that to talk about and stuff. So like, I don't know how, how don't, I don't even know how you do it really. Uh, That's rough. But, yeah. So they just released like a little bit of information about the whole thing. Uh, Like they're, they're trying to start this on June 30th or july 30th my bad and um they just announced that like the moratorium for free agency is gonna begin on october 19th uh so like the whole free agency that we know and love of like f5ing in the summertime yeah uh, is gonna be in october um which is interesting and then they kind of like clarified the substitute player thing so uh starting july 1st and going through the end of the seeding games which is expected to be august 14th yeah uh substitute players can be signed to take the place of a player who tests positive for the virus um or refuses to play like for health reasons or if they just don't just if they just don't want to play uh okay if they choose not to play um and giving them a lot of freedom which is good right like i mean if you don't want to play for whatever reason you basically don't have to play yeah and the the teams are allowed to sign uh substitute players and that's nuts if a player refuses if a player refuses to participate they lose 1.1% of their salary for mm. every game missed. So that mm. would be, and it's caps after 14 games. So you, you could lose about 15% of your money by not playing. Mm, that's high. Well, uh, for these guys, it's, it's not as bad as you think, but yeah, it, it's still, yeah, that's significant. Yeah. And if you're excused or protected from participating, in some other way like i guess like i guess somebody like Kyrie, where he's like uh he was never gonna play to begin with you know with his right. surgery injury yeah um there's no he's not subjected to any lost salary right because because he wouldn't have been playing anyways same yeah. with like durant yeah that's interesting um but it's weird though so they can sign substitute players and then uh if a player tests positive for the virus after the seeding games end, so essentially in the playoffs, uh, the teams would still be allowed to replace them, but only with someone who has three years or less of NBA service. Oh, interesting. Okay, so so basically, so <laughs> so if the Heat are in the playoffs, they can't bring in Mario Chalmers. Yeah, so they can't Noel. have Chalmers, and yeah. the Celtics could not have Scalabrini. Scalabrini, okay, okay. Damn, that would be dope, though. Man, that's crazy though. What if what if the virus like really takes hold and uh and then the finals is like a bunch of uh like I don't even know like 
Because they, I mean, you, they the have to max out at three years. The asterisk gets even bigger at that point, yeah. basically. Yeah. You remember, you remember when, how like Phil Jackson said that like the Spurs had that asterisk on their first championship, basically the one from, was it 99, 2000, I believe. Yeah. Or the lockout one. Yeah. The lockout one. Yes. Yeah. Um, which doesn't really matter now because the Spurs proved that like Popovich, Duncan, you know, they, they are a, a solid organization that knows how to win games. They've had basically a dynasty for the past 15, 20 years or so. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but this asterisk is going to be huge. I mean, I don't care who wins it or whether there's scab players in there or not. Um, it's going to be huge. Like they're like, Oh, well, of course, um, obviously, you know, you, uh, they won the championship. They had uh, the debates that are going to go on about which team, I mean, it doesn't matter who won and who lost. Like they're just, there's just going to be debates about who should have won, who should have lost. Like, especially since because, you know, like people expect the Lakers to, to do, to go all the way. Right. Cause they, they just got AD and you have LeBron. And I mean, this like for players like LeBron, like he, he went to LA basically to, to, to finish out his career still won in championships. Obviously that's why he went after all the players he went after. I, I talk about him like he's a GM now because he basically is, but you know, he, he wanted to round out his legacy with basically a third team. Right. And also retire here because he's doing Hollywood stuff. Um, the virus now puts a, now that now hampers all of his plans. I mean, Obviously, it has bigger implications for the world than LeBron's plans. But like, since we're, you and I are talking NBA, like, what does this do for like? It, it, let's say they go to the finals and lose. Right now, LeBron's three and seven. What does this do for the debate going forward? They're like, okay, listen. At this point, LeBron's three and seven in the finals. Do we count the one where it was the, uh, the, the pandemic season? Like, is there a huge asterisk with that one? Should they have won anyways? I mean, like it's, it's weird. It's, there's so many like up in the, so much up in the air stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's going for number four. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. It's, it's, it is really fucking weird. I don't know what to think. It's, it's just, uh, it, you know, I mean, I think, any team that wins it, I mean, I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they deserve to win it. I mean, you, if you weren't eliminated from the playoffs already, then you, this is your chance. Like you join the NBA. I know you didn't expect to be playing in a situation like this. Nobody did, but play your, go into this and just, I mean, if I'm an NBA player and my team has chosen to be in the bubble, the Orlando bubble, um, go in there and play your fucking ass off. Right. Not to say that they don't normally play their asses off, but like go in there and just play really hard. This could actually be the most, one of the most entertaining make this the most entertaining like playoffs you've ever seen. You know what I mean? Like just run with it. You know what I mean? It could be awesome. Right. That, that is true. That is true. So, I mean, that's my logic, but I don't know. Like just, just take advantage. Like if you win, you, if you go all the way and win, Fuck anybody who says you don't deserve it because it's the it's the 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 COVID uh, asterisk or whatever. Like I don't give a fuck. Like I still won it. Like I still played against. Yeah. I still played against <laughs> NBA caliber players and and beat them. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. LeBron's like it's not my fault. Mike Budenholzer died from COVID nineteen. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, not. <laughs> 
like Frank Vogel was subjected to the same virus. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's not like it was unfair. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Put an asterisk on that. Um, yeah. yeah it's going to be weird, dude. I don't even know. Like, uh, I feel like it's a massive undertaking and it is, I, I but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad to see them taking the initiative, having the balls to do it. The only thing that I never thought about, which I, which I thought about now because you, excuse me, because you brought it up is the whole, like how the optics look with these guys are getting tested hardcore because they're, excuse me, there's going to be 10 guys in the court at any given point in time. Uh, if one of them has the virus, then all 10 of them could have the virus um, because they're all basically getting within six feet of each other. And um, how does that look to like the rest of the world? You know what I mean? Like, oh, you guys are willing to risk, you're, you're, you're willing to risk playing a game just for no reason that doesn't have to get played at all. Meanwhile, there's other people that would love to get tested and they, just because they want to get back to work at their normal yeah, job. Exactly. So, yeah. That's and rough. then you throw in, you throw in, um, you know, George Floyd and police brutality yes. protests everywhere. Yes. And it's like, it starts to make the whole thing feel just fucking trivial. Yeah. Trivial. Like, yeah. Uh, like who cares? So, yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I guess ultimately the players will decide. And like, uh, I think it's good that they, that they take their time and, and discuss and decide what they want to do. And I agree. Jump into the shit. I agree. But self, but I, I will admit selfishly, I'd love to see it come back. I don't care what capacity it comes back. Same. Put, put some NBA on TV. I, I'll, I'll watch it. I don't care. Like I yeah. love, I love the NBA. There's all there is to it. Same. Like, and if it if it didn't, though, I'd be like, true. Like, I yeah, I, I, still be <laughs> like, uh, I get it. There's a lot of shit going on right yeah, now. It would not bother me. Yeah, it would be a re- the responsible thing to do. Like, not to say that coming back is irresponsible. It's just you know, yeah. Dudes are gonna get the virus. I'm gonna go ahead and, and okay. proclaim that. Okay. Like, the there's so many people getting it every day uh right where they're gonna be and it's like they're not gonna like physically force these people because no, no. uh you know we're not we're not just talking about the players too there's like there's other people involved like that will have to be there for to for this to happen and they have to get tested too like yeah, yeah in addition to the players and so they're not gonna um, while it's in like a it's a campus like bubble format they're not going to actually force people to stay no No. for the people who who are ballsy enough to like go out and do shit they're going out and doing shit in in uh, one of the worst states to be doing that florida (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. um i was gonna say um Mike Wilbon on uh, part of the interruption was, which is by the way, one of my favorite like shows on ESPN. That's I, I feel like doesn't get enough attention to be honest, but um, Mike Wilbon was saying, he basically alluded to the fact that like, listen, um, these guys uh, normally go out and relieve some of their stress by going out and doing stuff that young guys do, right? Drinking, and he basically was like alluding to, and like the the other guy, was it Tony Kornheiser, was like kind of like, okay, okay, we get what you're saying. Um, he's, he's like, he's alluding to the fact that these guys go out and they sleep around. Like they're NBA players. They're young, they're in shape, they make a shitload of money. Some of them are single. 
and they go out and they sleep around. It is what it is. It's just, it's just what young sports players do. Uh, I mean, I get it. I'm not going to, I can't knock it. Right. Um, but, um, so you're not going to stop those guys from doing that. They're going to find a way they're going to find a way to either bring these women or men, whatever you're into onto it, 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 it or bring them into the bubble and they're not getting tested. You know what I mean? They're not going to test like uh, your uh, the woman, the random woman you're sleeping with or the random man you're sleeping with, whatever. Uh, they're not going to test them for coronavirus. You're just trying to, you know, have some fun in your youth. You know what I mean? Which you deserve. It's fine. Um, but yeah, th- that's that's a risk that could happen. There's definitely the real possibility that this thing doesn't even get to see like it's it's end. You know, you know, I, I, I've been sort of um, sort of very um, what's the word overwhelmed by all of the news of 2020, all of it, coronavirus, the protests, the riots. Um, so maybe I may have missed it in my uh, in my just glossing over everything. But how has the Black Lives Matter movement responded to what they think about the NBA returning, because we've heard what Kyrie Irving had to say, like he's obviously sort of against the NBA resuming stuff. And okay. It makes sense. I get, I get his point. What does the actual movement think about the NBA returning? Are they for it? I'm kind of curious now because I, because I'd like to know if like, they think like, well, if they think it's a bad, if it's bad timing, like why, what you guys think the NBA is important when we're, you know, there's literally like there's hangings happening again. There's like lynchings happening. There's like uh shit is getting like dug up again, like old shit, like old racist shit is getting dug up again. And the NBA is like, no, we're still cool to, to play. Like we're, 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 we're we've got shit figured yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, Like, like players were just this past season complaining about the fact that whenever they go to Utah, like they always have to deal with racist, um, racist comments from the fans, the racist fans. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, just this past season, players were like, yeah, yeah, man, whenever we go to Utah, we hear racist shit from the fans and it's not good. And the, and the Utah jazz like management to come out and be like, Hey, listen, we hear you say shit like this to the players, you're banned from games. And they were literally banning, uh, season ticket holders from games for talking to the players inappropriately. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And now like, man, so but the NBA, the NBA is like, yeah, we're, we're cool to reopen. I mean, even amongst the you know pandemic and uh, massive amounts of riots across the country. It's every- true. If they pull this off, they should really be running the country. Free ballers. Uh, glad that we could be here to talk about pee-pee poo-poos and I agree. horrible wacky time that we live in like if we if we could help somebody get through their their day and listen to us talk about pee-pee poo-poos um <laughs> and that's fantastic so hopefully we'll be able to do that um, if you are a fan of the nba and you're stressed out about uh the riots or the virus right now uh please listen to our podcast more um, and you know what? Uh, we oh, man, we should have an email address where people could just email us. And we do. Say, we do. Uh, oh, Freeballerspod at gmail Excuse uh, me. I'm surprised. Actually, that's a good point. We totally have that. So we need to mention that more often. <laughs> Freeballerspod at gmail.com. 
Um, it should be like free ballers pod at Celtics win the championship.com, but <laughs> I will accept Gmail. That's fine. Gmail will, will be solid. Um, yeah, I would, I would love like emails, uh, with suggestions as to what you'd like us to talk about or, uh, just email us with like some like, uh, complaints. Like tell us like what you hate about me and Alex. Yeah. I'm forward us some wacky shit. Your dad sent you. You know, like, uh, I don't yeah. care, but yeah, holler at y'all later. Anybody who's listening, all 12 of y'all, and yeah, uh, Black Lives Matter, arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Yes, sir. Arrest all the cops that, that killed Breonna Taylor. Defund the police. Yes, defund the police. <laughs>